You mentioned the Great Replacement as an issue. I mean, how grave do you see this issue? What do you think the consequences, the long-term consequences of the Great Replacement are? Well, I think the long-term consequences are the uh, having the majority populations of North America and Europe and Australia and New Zealand diluted out of existence. I think basically, if you're going to take, you know, seven billion people, only you know three or four hundred million of which are white, and mix them all together, you know, and the non-white ones breed a lot faster than the white ones do, pretty soon you're not going to have anything resembling a white person anymore. Now, what happens then? Well, that individualism and that that particular creative kind of abstraction that that whites tend to excel in, that disappears. And then what you've got is a homogeneous sort of, uh, well, what it is, is an ideal slave race for people who have mastered the techniques of control. Okay, and so we've got this, these Bernaysian techniques of control and all kinds of surveillance and coercion technology. And, uh, you know, political science has gotten to be, you know, the, nothing but, but a, a, a demonic scam, more or less, where people are being fooled, in, you know, consent is being manufactured. You know, that's, that's where we're headed. And it's basically, this was written about, by the way, by Richard N. Kudenhoff Kalergi, who came up with something called the Kalergi Program, wrote a book called Practical Idealism that was funded by, I believe it was the Warburgs and Rothschilds, you know, back in 1925. And it had been going on before that. I mean, it goes way the hell back to the earliest, you know, roots of Zionism and communism, but that book was written in 1925 with funding from these central bankers. And uh, it advocates basically for what it is now EU immigration policy and what after it became EU immigration policy, which is namely shipping in all the non-whites, it became North American immigration policy as well. So that's what we're faced with now. Basically, the activation of the Kalergi program under the supervision of central bankers who are paying off our governments and, and our, our leaders to turn against us and actually replace us with with other populations and basically dilute our genome out of existence in a kind of a vast mocha colored what did Kalergi call it the Eurasian Negroid race of the future and yeah, by the way big business, uh, big business sorry go ahead uh, yeah he had basically Kalergi spoke of two races this Eurasian Negroid race of the future kind of mongrelized mocha colored hodgepodge and then you've got, you know, the what, the master race. It wasn't Hitler who came up with that terminology. That was that was Kalergi. Okay, the master race, and of course the master race was to consist of whom? It was to consist of Zionist bankers and the European nobility, who were their most lucrative clients. And it's as simple as that. That's what they wanted: a master race, right? Downbreeding everybody else into a kind of slave race. And that's what it's been about since that time. Ever since then, the, the history of the world has conformed to this program, to this agenda in every way. And people still aren't breaking out of it. There's no continuity. I mean, you know, basically the, the book was taken off the shelves in Germany, you know, and now, you know, people deny it exists. Oh, it's a big conspiracy theory. Nonsense. But this agenda has been pushed and pushed hard for a long time, and it is in full swing. The EU, the European Union, would not exist without it. 
Yeah, it seems like the brakes are off now. You know, there was a time where this was denied uh, in most Western countries. Um, we were told it was a, a small trickle of immigration. It was just a workforce. And now they ramp it up. You know, you don't see white people in, in TV shows. You don't see white people in movies. You have old Shakespeare plays with black casts. Uh, you have advertising that's, that's just constantly pushing. Yeah, my, my wife and I were watching TV that we, we have an internet service. And we were trying to watch a movie, but it was on one of these services, I think IMDb, that has commercials that come across. And there was a string of five commercials, each one of them with almost nothing but black people in it. I mean, what the hell do you call that? You know, I mean, what is that about? I mean, they're trying to sell products, one would think, to the majority citizens of the nation in which the show is being televised. And yet here, every single commercial features non-whites. What is that about? Well, obviously, we're being conditioned. We're being demoralized. They want us to be dissatisfied with being white. And the irony is that if this agenda continues, pretty soon there's going to be no more diversity. Diversity will be completely homogenized out of existence. Everybody will look the same. They'll have the same mocha-colored skin tone, the same attitudes, the same cultural values. Everything is going to be just totally broken down so that nobody opposes their leaders which is this, you know, Kalergian master race of which I spoke. Now, you mentioned, I mean, another factor is, yeah, the decline in IQ. And I mean, you can just look at demographic studies and basically the people that are having the most kids now are the, uh, the lower IQ population. Also, the, the high IQ population has more kids. Basically, the people in the middle are kind of uh, there's a collapse there, um, but again, the the lower section of that is is having far more kids than well, the, well, the uh, yeah, 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 and you also got to to cut off the highest section of IQ too. The people with the highest IQs are not breeding at all. Okay, the, the, those people, you know, some some of them, a few of them, especially the ones that are lower down and more materialistic, devote themselves to their careers. But you know, people like me, for